When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cricket. Robot Building Supplies helping you get the right products for the job at a better price. Berwick BMW. Neil Phillips and his team wish all customers a safe and prosperous new year ahead. The Run Home. Right around Australia, good afternoon to you. Driving your home in parts of the West, I guess you're just firing up after your lunch break. Either way, hello, wherever you might be, you can get involved. one 736 736 or via the 40 Winks temper text 0433981116. Campbell Brown and Cam Luke, one day only. One, do we do one day a year on SEM? We leave That's it up right. to management to give us the date. It could be afternoons, it could be breakfast, yep. it could be yes. anything, but it's only ever one day. One day a year, you can traditionally... Find us on SEN Track, doing our thing over there, and hopefully find the winner. And but the email we got it. was, it's, it's one day too many. One day too many. The, the, the original idea suggested was Christmas Day. Oh, no. You we, been, we had to put our foot down. You would have really struggled to get me in, <laughs> in the studio on Christmas Day, mate. We are here for Robot Building Supplies, Robots Got It, and for Berwick BMW, famous next day servicing available now. Jamie Sowell's going to join us in a couple of minutes' time. Uh, interesting article. The St. George... Of course, Illawarra Dragons, they put a fan survey out. It had about 40 questions, to be fair, but hidden halfway through it was a lot of, you know, what should we be known as going forward? Now, there wasn't just, um, it wasn't a, hey, should we change the name? It was actually like, hey, should we be called Southern Dragons or Greater Sydney Dragons? And so they've kind of thrown it out there, interestingly, don't like the idea, but at least they were creative about it, Brownie, and trying to slide it halfway through a survey. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? And I'm looking forward to speaking to Jamie and, mm-hmm. and picking his brains as to as to why the the people of St. George Illawarra well, might want to change the name of their club. He's a superstar. He's been deeply entrenched in that great club for a long, long time, including a premiership, and he's about to join us. Salad puts a kick across. Boyd rakes it down. Pryor gives it to Salad. And Jamie Salad, he doesn't have to run 40 metres. He sprints 15 and scores. There we go. He was a superstar. He still is, and he joins us now. Jamie, welcome to you. Good afternoon. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, you're a busy man nowadays. Yeah, well, I'm a dad now, mate. So, um, you know, we'll... Obviously involved back at the Dragons on the NRL side, uh, helping the attack side of things, and then the NRLW coaching as well, uh, which is my main priority. Uh, but being a dad takes precedence over all of that, so I'm getting ready uh, to get ready for a big couple of days on and off the drink. <laughs> hey, uh, mate, the reason, and we always love chatting to you, there's a million things. We'll talk some NFL before we leave. Uh, you leave us as well. But this is the, the story today. St. George... Of course, and the situation, Illawarra Dragons, they kind of slid it into a fan survey and it's made a fair bit of news. Is it? Is it because it's a slow news day this late to Christmas or is there something in this that uh, we should be making more of it? 
Nah, it's definitely a slow news week. I couldn't believe um, that Cam still had my number, to be honest. Um, <laughs> well, 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 I'm still flat that I uh, lost that bet to you about three years ago and had to send you a bottle of bourbon. Yeah, that's all right. It was a nice bottle too, um, but I'm waiting to open with you. Now, look, I think you know, the club's always reaching out to its fans and staying engaged uh, wherever possible. And this survey went out and you know, being a slow news week before Christmas, you know, the, the uh, papers have jumped on it. And I think it's always important that when you're a club uh, that's striving to be better, you know, we've got a centre of excellence being built down in Wollongong. It's going to be state-of-the-art. You know, we've got to make sure that we're you know, staying in touch with our fans and letting them know how that's all going. And, and part of that process was doing this survey. So, um, yeah, I was a bit surprised to see it make back page news. Uh, must have been a real slow news week. Jamie, thanks for joining us. Uh, Penrith have obviously been the benchmark of the competition the last couple of years. How do you find a way to, to beat a side that good? Yeah, well, I mean, I think as, you know, we're not the only club chasing that. Uh, I mean, Penrith have been good for a long time with their systems and their junior bases. And then also, you think about the last couple of years, they've been so dominant. They've had some of the best players in their positions and, not every club um, is fortunate enough to be able to have a Nathan Cleary come through at, you know, 18. I, my last game in the NRL was Nathan's first and then watching him blossom into, you know, the world's best halfback. Then you look at what Dylan Edwards has done. So that group's been um, pretty keen staying together. For us, you know, we've got a new assistant coaching group in Ben Wolf on the defensive side, Ryan Carr on the attacking side. And I think they've just you know, really gone, right, this is what we've got to work with. This is how we're going to get the best out of that. We're going to maximise that and, and try and play our style a little bit. So, you know, in looking at everyone's predictions, I mean, everyone's going to predict us to come last, and they did last year. We won them a little bit games out of the eight. So uh, I'm very confident with what I've seen from the playing group leading up to Christmas. You sprinkle in some guys there that, you know, a little bit more motivated, whether that be a contract year or not. Um, in terms of getting that done. And I think, we're, you know, we're definitely going to be in and around that mix for, for the eight, for sure. It, it's interesting the, you, the way you speak about how you're going about it because traditionally in sport, like a team will do a certain something and be dominant like Penrith have been and then someone tries or teams try to sort of copy it or at least try and emulate similar things. But it, it seems like you're, and this is probably a better way to go about it, you back your strengths into the plays you've got on the park. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, people forget... Yeah, Ben Hunt finished very highly up in the Dally M last year and had a fantastic season. You know, Junior Ramones just come off the back of a World Cup, so we're expecting him to take a, a big jump. Then you look at guys like Sloan, um, you know, Sullivan, those young core are just getting experience at the moment. You throw in a sprinkle of, you know, Jack DeBella, you know, Jack Bird, you know, Frankie Molo. Like I said, everyone's got their, their reasons you know, for why they play the game. But I think some of those guys, having talked to them one-on-one and, and watching them train, it could be a bit of a bounce-back factor. You know, I look at a guy like Frankie Molo, comes down from North Queensland, played State of Origin. Yeah, you know, he'll self-admit that he didn't have his best season, but it's probably, you know, cliche, but it's the fittest I've seen him. Uh, and he's opened himself up into, you know, not just being a, a bars and charge kind of player. We need him to be able to go out there and help execute some people in positions and, and make sure that we're doing those little things. And yeah, Ryan Carr has been a massive catalyst for that. He's come across and said, right, this is how we're going to be better. Um, we're not going to try and play like Penrith. We're not going to try and play like Parramatta. We're going to try and play like the Dragons. And that for us 
has to be maximising our skill in each position. Jamie Soward joins us. Jamie, you, you mentioned, of course, uh, you're so heavily involved in the game. You also mentioned, obviously, with the, with the beautiful young family you've got. And you also mentioned the World Cup. Are you a hardcore rugby league tragic who didn't miss a game, in particular the Australian games? Do you, you pop the TV on when you can? How does it all work when there's a major tournament like that for you? Yeah, I think uh, everyone's wanting me to say that I was up studying hard every <laughs> night and you know, taking down statistics and players that I could get the NRLW. Mate, I watched probably the highlights every morning. I didn't watch one game. I thought, you know, for me, I'm a little bit different. I'm a traditionalist. I really felt like you'd get more out of having the best nations play the best nations. Um, you know, you never see, you know, the Golden State Warriors would never come down and, and play the Sydney Kings. And that's no disrespect to the Kings, but you just, you, you try and match up where you match up. So, yeah, for me, I felt like the top six nations should have teared off into a proper World Cup and then the rest um, played for a development World Cup um, title and, and you get more out of that. So I didn't, I hardly watched any games, mate. I've, yeah, two kids. The little one's been a punish lately. Um, so And her mum's nodding her head right now. So, um, yeah, I, I wasn't interested um, at all, really. Um, I, I was reading an article earlier this year and uh, it was about... Um, James Graham, who's a legend of the game, and uh, he finished uh, his career in the NRL with St. George Illawarra. He mentioned that he had, he thinks, up to 200 concussions, um, Jamie, and, and he's really starting to feel the the effects of that. Um, he was at St. George after you'd left, but do you, is he around the club? Do you keep in contact with him? How, how's, he, how's he going with it all? Yeah, I worked with James last year, um, and, and pretty frightening to think that someone that's so tough and, and play wore his heart on his sleeve, you know, was concussed that many times, you know, it can happen to anyone. So um, I, I haven't caught up with him. I think the club sort of mutually parted ways on the development side of things with him. You'd have to ask him, but um, one thing being around James is he's very, you know, knowledgeable and passionate about everything that he does. And, you know, I had him speak to my NRLW side um, before a game last year or a captain's run, beg your pardon. And, yeah, just the way he listened, you can see why he was loved by all the players he played with. Um, in terms of the concussions, you know, it's something that the NRL, I know that every sport now is having some sort of protocol around what it, what it looks like and trying to protect players, you know, from themselves. Because mm-hmm. as a player that's, you know, I probably, I think mine's way less than that. Mine's only um, 20, 20 times. Um, but, you know, as a player now that's retired with kids, you know, the, the body doesn't, get any more nimble so the the brain as well you need to protect the brain so uh, but James is a fantastic ambassador for our game and you know hopefully we see him around and I think he's at the Bulldogs now as well. Jamie before we let you go let's talk to uh, something that we can uh, well maybe half agree on moving the change your NFL podcast goes from strength to strength how have you made the NFL season so far where do you sit when we get to the last couple of weeks of the regular season into the playoffs? Yeah we did our podcast last night Um, I think the AFC Whoever wins that probably wins the Super Bowl. Um, you look at the what the Philadelphia Eagles have done. Is that you know flash in the pan? Is the stage going to be too bright for them heading into the playoffs? Dallas will choke it up again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom Brady. There's there's some like real storylines if you dig deep in the NFC. But for me, you know it's going to come down to a fairytale matchup. Uh, but don't underestimate a team like Cincinnati. They got there last year. They're ten and four at the moment. You know they've gone about their business real quietly. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they jumped up and if they get back to a um, 
a big game at the end of the year, I think they could go all the way at a little bit of value as well. Quick question on Cincinnati. I actually, Ben Graham and I had our show Monday and I asked him this question and I really don't have a definitive answer, but are Cincinnati the hunter or the hunted? We talk about the Bills and the Chiefs, but Cincinnati are the reigning AFC champs. How do you see them? Are they the hunter or the hunted, do you think? They're the hunter. Yep. As a team that went out the back door in 09, mm-hmm. uh, you're instantly the hunter because um, you adopt that thing. Everyone else will say that they're the hunted, but within those four walls of their facility, they are the hunters. Beautifully done. Hey, Jamie, love you reaching out and jumping on and chumming on the on the show as always, mate. So biggest blow up in the NRL this year when it comes to a media beat up was uh, this, this story today? Oh, 100%. Uh, I, yeah, I, like I said, I was surprised. Two things, that you had my number. Um, and secondly, uh, that we were going to talk about footy because I was reading uh, the text thinking, this has to be basketball chat. But no, it was rugby league. So <laughs> To be fair, we, we, when, we, when we used to uh, have the banter over the basketball, it was always in Twitter DM. So I was a little surprised you ha- I had your number as well, mate. But I'm glad I did, mate. And I'll reach out a little, uh, little quicker next time. All right, too good, mate. I'm just off to enjoy that bourbon that I want. Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, the pandemic slowed that down a bit, but we got there. <laughs> Jamie Soward, a legend, Premiership player, of course, hugely influential over a long time, state of origin player, and uh, of course now heavily involved at the St George Illawarra Dragons as uh, their women's coach and with the men's side as well. And there you go, media beat up. Hard what to believe, surprise. Brownie. Yeah, <laughs> we might get to a break wherever it might be. If you still got a Christmas wish list that you wish Campbell Brown will grade one three hundred twenty. Uh, what is it? one 736 Plenty of talk back for King Island Tourism. Play King Island's Pure Lynx Golf Courses. A very quick break for Robot Building Supplies. Plenty more with Campbell Brown and Cam Luke next.